Hey, we're back again. I'm Farrah Joseph. And I'm Brooke Dean. And, and we're, we're Single Moms, moms doing, doing the, the Most. Hi. Hey, everybody. We are back in your listening ear. Episode three. Episode three. Wow. Already. Already. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to try and keep it rolling. We're, gonna, we're in a groove. So thank yes. you all who have listened so far and given your feedback. Um, we're taking it into consideration. Yes. We're working the kinks out. Yes. We're going to try to like... That talk over each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try and um, not go off to the Topic. left. <laughs> so trust me, we've heard you. And like I said, this is episode three, and we're still working the kinks out. So thank you for sticking with us and yeah. continuing to listen. So we appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank. You. Oh, and Brooke and I, we just went over our um, listeners, and we were we're a little blown away. Like, oh, hold up, we done reach outside of the U.S. Hello, Qatar. Hey. Hello, Qatar. <laughs> Dwayne Oxford in a building, and we're in Virginia. We've we're been listening to in Arizona, yes, New York, New Jersey, of course. Um, but Georgia, Virginia, Virginia North Carolina, yeah. Arizona. We're sitting here like, who do we know in Arizona? Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, whoever you are. Some of, some, I mean, obviously we know who our friends are, and we know who some of the people are who have given us feedback. So we know what cities you're in. But then there's some that are like Castle Creek, yeah, Pennsylvania. Like, <laughs> I don't know anybody there. So, so thank you. Guys. Thank you. So today we want to talk about raising boys as single mothers. Yes, I came across a meme the other day that said um, single moms are, how did it go? Like we're raising, we're becoming the men that we wanted to marry. Mm -hmm. And while this is not uh, related to relationships and marriage, it made me think about women who take on a woman role and a man role, whatever that means. And it, I, I always hear single moms being the mom and the dad. Mm-hmm. And I never knew how I felt about that. Like I understand the sentiment that we're, because you're a single mom, you're doing the job of the mom and the dad. But are you really doing the job of the dad or are you just being a super duper extra mom? Extra mom. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm raising a six year old boy fair is raising an eight-year-old boy so we wanted to talk about raising sons and can single moms successfully raise, raise. a boy into a man mm-hmm. um and are we playing dual roles or are we doing extra as moms to ensure the sex- successful rearing of oh, a man child yeah. so let's get into that what do you think um for me I know for a fact that there are certain things I'm just not going to be able to teach him. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Mm-hmm. No matter how well educated or well read I might think I am, there are just certain things I can't fully understand to teach him. So I, I'm conscious about the way that I speak to him. I'm conscious about the words that I use with him. So one, not to demasculate him at an early age. And... I even catch myself sometimes where I say things to him in such a forceful tone and I'm like, oh wait, he's going to think women are aggressive as he gets older and he's going to be like, nah, I'm good. So I'm very mindful about the way that I speak to him, the the words that I speak with him. If he tells me I've hurt his feelings or um, tells me or, you know, even checks me. I'm learning to be receptive to that Mm -hmm. because even you today were saying how like Jackson the other day was like, I hate you. And you were like, oh. 
hold up. I'm about oh, to snatch Lord. you up. I'm about to snatch you right all, all the way up. But I wasn't even necessarily angry. I was hurt. Yeah. And I knew it was coming because I know kids say these things when they get mad and whatever. And I told him, you know, it's time to put the phone down. It's time for bed. I'm not telling you again. And I took the phone out of his hand and mm -hmm. he was so upset because he was in the middle of his little game and he was about to win and I messed up his whole life. And it was like, I hate you. And my first feeling was hurt. But then I knew it was like, okay, you're dealing with a six-year-old and he's angry and these are the things. And like two minutes later, he came back like, mommy, I wanna apologize. I didn't mean it. I love you more than the world and mm -hmm. the galaxy and everything. But you're right. You have to allow them to have their feelings and say what they wanna say. And I, I always let Jackson know that it's okay to have his emotions. And I don't want him to be an emotionally closed off man mm -hmm. where he doesn't feel like he can't cry because like boys are taught don't cry, be a man and all this stuff. And I don't want him to be a man at six, but I do want him to learn how to express himself um, and allow him to have his emotions. And I know that that's always considered a feminine trait. Mm -hmm. So I don't want, I'm always trying to be careful of like, am I feminizing my yes. son? But it's okay to have a feminine side. Mm -hmm. So there's this balance that is so hard for me to navigate. And in my case, you know, luckily he has a relationship with his father who does those things. Like, I didn't teach him to pee standing up. <laughs> I didn't teach him to ride a bike. I don't teach him um, to shave and things like that. Like, like, he never will. <laughs> and I never will. But even now, like, his, he has, like, this little Disney cars shaving kit that his dad got for him. So I know that his father has the, the, the male influence mm -hmm. that I don't have. But at the same time... Because he's with me the majority of the time, I'm even just aware of like the things I watch on television. Because mm -hmm. like the, the yes. thing that came to me what that made me think about that one time is like I try to save all my ratchet TV for when he goes to sleep. And so I'll watch things that I I think are innocent or whatever. So if it's Family Feud or Wendy Williams, like, oh, a talk show he's not paying attention to. But then like one day he came to me and was like, How you doing? There's Wendy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh my God. And he did it in front of his dad. And his father looked at me like, what the What heck? is he? Uh, that's, I don't like that. And I'm like, why? Is it because it's a girl show? Or is, or is it a, I don't want to say it, but is the it way, a homophobic yeah, thing? Yeah, like, are you afraid? Doing, yeah, because yeah, he was like, how you doing? Like, and Jackson did it spot on. <laughs> like to the point where I was like, ooh. He did that a little bit too good. And so like, there's this balance of like, he's going to have a feminine touch, a feminine influence because he's with me all the time. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like I try to suppress the mommy part of me too. Like when he falls down mm -hmm. and I'm like, <gasps> like mm -hmm. inside I'm crushed. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I'm like, get up. Mm -hmm. You're all right. Mm -hmm. Dust it off mm -hmm. because I want him to be tough mm -hmm. and I want him to you know, be a boy, whatever that means. And I'm trying so hard to be like, I don't want to impose any gender, anything on him, expectation. But at the same time, I like it that he can fall and be like, ouch, and just dust it off and get back up. But that's a trait that I would want for my daughter. Yeah. Too. So it's this weird feeling of like... It's almost like a catch-22. Right. Because it's like... Am I damned if I do and damned if I don't? You know what I'm saying? And we live in a 
hypersensitive world right now right. where you you're almost it's like certain groups of people almost are not allowed to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. You're almost not allowed to feel the way you feel. You're almost not allowed to feel your religion. You're almost not allowed to feel how you feel. Mm-hmm. And we it's like you're navigating the ebbs and flow of it while at the same time I don't want my boy wearing dresses. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm Haitian. <laughs> oh, let's start with that. Let's start with the cultural problem. Right. I'm Haitian. If you are not, if you did not come from America, if you weren't born here, raised here, if your parents are not Islanders, African, or what what have you, it's a problem. Um, and I get it, whatever. To each his own, how you raise your baby, that's yours. But for me and my house, we praise the Lord. And for me and my house, no, you cannot put on a dress. Point blank in the period. Fight me on it. But that's my baby. if Eli were to one day... He decides his his sexual preferences have nothing for me. Because it's not a sexual preference necessarily. It might be a gender identity thing. Because now, a day's... Your sexuality and your gender identity are not necessarily the same thing. They're not. Exactly. They're not. And I think a lot of, especially single moms, actually, I saw a meme to just yesterday and it was, it had like the sign and it said, boys can be princesses too. And it showed, um, it was, it was a, it was a, I don't know what kind of woman she was, but the, but the mom and the boy were obviously black and she was, she ragged him up and the caption, it had her saying, not my son. And I kind of, I had like two, I had like two battles going on inside of me. I want him to be aware. I want him to be sensitive. I want him to be tolerant, tolerant. I want him to be accepting of other people and their choices and whatever. And I also want him to understand how women feel, how women think, what what are things as he grows up and gets, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever his preference turns out to be. I want him to be aware that there is there is a fine line between aggressive and acceptance. You can accept someone but still have aggressive feelings about their choices. Right. And it may it just makes me wonder there there are just there are certain things I will not be able to teach him mm-hmm. and I find myself calling on my uncles calling on um, my cousins who are older you know and their boys and I'm like all right this is one topic I don't know how to <laughs> right right I I I I could read all the books in the world mm-hmm. I just don't know how to attack it that he comes away with a clear of understanding of who he is. I don't want to impose my sensitivity onto him. I don't want to impose my thinking, my logic to him. I want him to develop and have his own mind. I can I can only do so much as a single mother when it comes to that male that male part. I I have I have yet to figure out well, it's good that you that have road. that community because that was one of the things like, I, you know, um, a friend of mine said he was raised by his mother and he feels like women can absolutely raise boys to be men. There's no hindrance there. Barack Obama is like the pinnacle of the example of that. Um, I said, well, you know, 
what what is the measure of that success? How do you know? Mm-hmm. And what do you think your mom did to make you successful? And he was like, well, she relied on the community. And he thinks that's where, if there's a void, that's where it comes from. So that means that you try to surround your male child with, like you said, your uncle, a grandfather, a cousin, um, a big brother in the big, you know, boys and girls club mm-hmm. or, or wherever that comes from. And I feel like in addition to his father, I have an amazing brother-in-law that he's close to, that he looks up to. Uh, my 15 and 13 year old nephews, mm-hmm. because they don't have to be adults. Mm-hmm. Like those are examples of, if my son were to be anywhere near my nephews, I would consider myself a successful parent because my nephews are amazing. And I'm not just saying that because they're my nephews, but they are great people. So he's close to them and he looks up to them mm-hmm. because there's a big enough age difference between six and 15 where he can see mm-hmm. them coming up through just as teenagers. And, and you know, when Jackson's a teenager, they're going to be 26. Mm-hmm. So he'll see them through college, hopefully, and and, and whatever path they take. Um, I see it in his coaches. Like, I'm glad. Like, I sit back. Mm-hmm. Basketball practice. Mm-hmm. And his, when he wants to cry because he fell and whatever, and they he starts to run to me, his coaches are like, uh, no, 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 get over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does have several other male influences in addition to his father where he can see... A lot of different things and I know that I want it to shape the way he chooses his friends mm-hmm. because I'm not always going to be his only influence exactly. who you choose as your friends also like you don't want him to choose the wrong friends to get him into trouble and all these things so I want to have shaped him in a way where when he goes off the path because all kids will mm-hmm. male sure female did. like <laughs> I did um and that goes for all children, not male children, not female children, they will go off of the path. But I want to set a foundation so that he knows how to come back Mm -hmm. and get back on track. Mm -hmm. And I need to be the example of that. So I try to live my life in a way where he sees me as an example as certain standards, but in the friends he chooses, in the woman that he will choose, if he chooses a woman, but even if he chooses a man. Yeah, the type of integrity. The Mm -hmm. same integrity, the same standards, the same values. And so I think when it comes to values and stuff, that is um, something that we can shape as single moms that don't have to have a gender attached to it, mm-hmm. whether it's a mom or a dad, but then the male part of it. Yeah, I think being that, a male. Yeah, and I feel like up until maybe they're like 10, mm-hmm. I think we're good as far as like the influence that we have on them. But then when they hit that pre-pubescent puberty time... I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. And so right now we're in, we're in the early stages where we don't have to worry about that. But, oh my God. It'll be here in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Elijah's eight. He's turning nine this year. Yeah. And we've already had... I mean, this is way before. He was like four. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, four. And I happened to come out of the bathroom... And just my towel. And then he came in the room after me. And he was like, what are those? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, what are what? He was like, those two lumps. <laughs> and I was like, um, well, women have boobs. Mm-hmm. And boys don't necessarily <laughs> have boobs. Okay? So that was at four. Mm-hmm. My Now, last year, we got back on this topic. And I said, well, 
Now I'm, I'm thinking he's a little older, so I'm like, well, women have boobs because they feed their babies from their boobs, mm -hmm. and you know they breastfeed. That's mm -hmm. how some mommies give their babies nutrition. And I'm trying to make it like a whole learning, mm -hmm. like you know, make it a, a learning time. And he hits me with, so I can't do that. And I'm like, well, no, not really, baby. Uh, men don't have boobs to feed kids. He was like, so how will the baby eat? And I said, well. Your wife will feed the baby. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, I like, the, and I was like, well, you can feed her in, in a bottle. Yeah. And he was like, okay, so boys don't have boobs. I said, they don't have boobs naturally. Right. Being mindful that some boys do have boobs. Man boobs. Man boobs. Or if you've gone through a transformation now, you have boobs and you're no longer a man. We didn't get, you know, we didn't right, get right, that right. deep into it. But I did make sure that I made sure to say, okay, naturally they don't. Women naturally do. It's interesting to turn those into learning moments because I will never, because I uh, breastfed Jackson until he was three. And so oh. that was just something that was just natural to him mm -hmm. um, as far as like, rearing a child, nutrition, nourishment, all that stuff. So one day I caught him with one of his action figures, like his Batman or his Iron Man or whatever, and he put it up to his chest to feed it. And I was like, what you doing, man? And he was like, I'm feeding my, my baby. And I was like, ooh. And in that moment, that's what he knows them to be for. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to have this freak out moment like, what are you da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. It looked funny to me because mm -hmm. in my mind, I know that's something that women do yeah. and women yeah. don't. But I take that in addition to everything else where, like you said, you try not to impose your views on those things, on, on your children because even just the thought of him thinking he could have a baby was that a feminine thing or was that, was just, that just a curiosity natural, natural yeah. thing but at the same time like i have a three-year-old niece who has all these dolls baby dolls she gave him one to play with and he was like but that's for girls mm. and i never told him that baby dolls were for girls because i again i'm trying not to you know but if he were to play with one i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't care but i'm like where did he get that from mm-hmm and is it a societal thing? Mm -hmm. Like, even with, if I, I put a red shirt on him one time, and he was like, red is for girls. Pink is for girls. Mm -hmm. So as a society, they're going to be influenced by those messages that you may not even impose in your house, but you have to be careful. Like like you said, I just naturally don't put him in pink. Yep, I don't. I just don't. And he's worn like a pink polo shirt before or something. So it's not like I'm so rigid, like my son cannot wear pink, just like there are some women who will never put their little girl in At blue. At least you got him in that. He just refuses. Right. But even found... with the, like the Frozen movie that yeah, just came he... out, he watched the first one and he loved it. The second one, I was like, oh, so you want to go see Frozen too? And he was like, that's for girls. Yeah. It's a princess. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, why can't you go see it? Because I am trying to get him to watch the princess and the frog. Like, I want to see it. I've seen it. <laughs> And I love that movie. And he's like, but it's a princess yes. and it's a frog. Like, why would I care about that? So they're going to get these messages in just inherently just because they live in this society where we do that. And I'm super conscious of trying not to impose even what I just naturally think. Yes. Because it's, it's hard not to do it. Like if I'm a heterosexual woman who just assumes that my son is going to marry a girl, a, a woman, 
I, it just naturally comes to me, yes. and I have to make shift my thinking to of be what open if he, if he doesn't. doesn't. And so I'll say, because even now he'll be like, he he proposed to me. <laughs> that was the cutest post. Oh my god, that was the cutest. He post. proposed to me last week, and he was just like, "Will you marry me?" And he took a bracelet and put it on my wrist, like it not it wasn't even a ring. And he got down on one knee because he saw it on television. Right. And I was like, I can't be your wife because I'm your mom. And he was like, but when you marry someone, when you love them. And I was like, this is true. And he was like, well, if I love you right. and I want us to be together forever, right. then I want to marry you. So I was like, oh, my God, that's the sweetest thing ever. But then I was like, you'll marry a woman. You know, so that it's little cues like that. Yes. Like, do I is it because he's proposing to me because I'm his mom? Does he think that you only propose to, to women? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to say, like, you will propose to the woman. I, I made sure I said person. Mm-hmm. But deep down in my heart, I do want it to be a woman. woman. And you're exactly. afraid. And, and you get afraid yes. to even admit that because yes. you feel like you're excluding people or you're being a certain kind of way. But, like, you, you say in your mind, like. Especially for a young black boy. Yeah. There are certain things that life is already difficult for them. And adding and that part to something of you, else. A part of you is it's not that you won't love your child. It's not that you you won't accept them. But a part of you is like, shoot. You want to protect that's them. That's another Strike wall. That's another him. hurdle. That's another barrier that he's now going to have to fight through. Right. And, you know, it. It's, it's just it's that mom instinct in you mm-hmm. to protect it's right. that parental instinct in you right. to protect and so it becomes like i said it's 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 like little landmines mm-hmm. little landmines just all around as you're raising a boy yeah and i'm pretty sure there are plenty of landmines as you're raising a girl mm-hmm. because other topics as they get older that we will have to have is mm-hmm. facing racism is how do you you know what interact do you do with the police with, with the police mm-hmm. how do you do with authority figures you know people will see you as a young man at an age of 10 right. because of your height your, and your skin is criminalized we have, look, yeah. we have two boys who are tall for their ages yes and so i already know by the time he's 13 some white woman could be you know who Mm -hmm. could could be like oh i felt threatened by him Mm -hmm. i'm like he's 13 but she's gonna see six feet six feet tall deep voice yeah so there there's so many things that i already know that he's gonna have to come against and i try to minimize so many of them and like you said i have to be mindful of my views of my prejudices that i may have not be aware of them until it comes to the forefront through my child right and being conscious like you said to like just rear back pull back a little bit Mm -hmm. pull back a little bit let me hear what he what's he thinking Mm -hmm. let me not tell him what he should think right what is he thinking already at that age because as Jackson proposed to you, Eli asked me about the girl he would marry, and I said, well, "What do you want? What, what do you think the person you will marry would look like?" Again, mm-hmm. I miss you to say person, and he said, "Well, I want a girl who reminds me of my mommy." And I said, well, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Brown skin like you and me. I want her to be pretty." Um, he he got down to like, I want her to wear lipstick, but not too much because you don't like. <laughs> he's he's things, very specific. He's very specific, but it's it's in these things. He's watched his mother get dressed to go out, mm-hmm. so we it's so we like y'all come chime in. This one we this I think this is one of those we really want y'all to chime in. Mm-hmm. What what how is it 
what are the things you've already faced? How old is your child? What are the things you've already faced? Because Brooke said her son just turned six. Mm-hmm. Eli's turning nine in March. And we're, we're, we're right at that line. Yeah. We are right at that line of the next phase. Well, I know. Well, I you am. are. Definitely. <laughs> definitely are. And teaching him acceptance. Not so much as tolerance. Mm-hmm. People say teach people tolerance. You can tolerate someone but still dislike them. Yeah. I want to teach him acceptance. Okay. That there are things in people that will be different from him, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Right. You can still love them. You can still be friends with them. You can still stick up for them, and that's okay. Because I want that I want that love reciprocated back to him. Right. You're right. That's a better word. Yeah. Acceptance you know, is a much better word. I think term. acceptance is a much better word. Teaching kids tolerance. It means like I'm just putting yeah, up with because you. Because by definition of the tolerance is you put up with someone for the right. time they're in your face. Right. And then when you go out your house, you could be cussing them up a storm and having all sorts of negative feelings and thoughts mm-hmm. about that person. No, you're right. You're so right. That, yeah, so I will reword that from now on. I'm curious. Like I really want to know, guys. I want to know what men think, too. Yeah. Men who have been raised by single, single moms, moms and what they feel like they might have missed where there was like a misstep mm-hmm. of, you know, a void of a male figure, if if not. Because like right now, you know, when you're dating, um, I'm also aware of like, that makes me look at the man I choose to date differently because mm-hmm. I know that my son craves male... Constant. It's not that he didn't have it, but constant male constant. presence. Well, he craves it naturally... With, I just noticed that he gravitates towards men, mm-hmm. whether it's his barber, mm-hmm. his coach. Yeah, you got to. He because, and I don't know if it's because Jackson's being raised as an only child mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he misses that um, on a daily basis. Because I know, like, he cannot wait to go with his dad. Like, he mm-hmm. Pete deuces mom, <laughs> like I'm out. And I know he loves me and everything, but he craves that male mm-hmm. attention. He craves that male companionship, yeah. that male direction. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me look at the person that I would potentially be with. Like, my son is going to gravitate towards you just because you have testosterone. Right. And so I need to make sure that your values and everything are in alignment with mine because I already know my son is going to go to you should I ever marry again for these things, whether it's a haircut, just a conversation that he might not feel comfortable having with me. Because the first conversation about a wet dream or a a girl, (laughs) I mean, I hate to say it out loud, but it's like, I'm not ready either, but these are things that are gonna happen. And I look at my baby now and I can't even imagine him having these thoughts, but like, I can't ignore the fact that it's gonna happen one day, God willing, that, you know, and not for nothing, I started off as an older mom. By the time he's 16, am I going to have it in me at 50-something? To be talking to you about Lord Jesus. And I'm just like, I'm trying to prepare myself now. And, and I feel like I'm this young, I, in my mind, I'm 27. Right. So hopefully I, I will keep that same energy when I'm 56. And he's talking to me about girls. And I want him to be able to feel comfortable yeah. enough to come to me because I can't talk to him about any urges or feelings he might have he might not feel comfortable mm-hmm. talking to me about that and no 16 you know, year old does right and if his father and his whoever else talks to him about that that's fine um but i do want to be in on the conversation mm-hmm. like i would hope that you know his father would tell me like oh we talked about this today so i can know where his head is at mm-hmm. and i also want to be if he chooses to be with a woman to be the type of woman 
that I want to see him win. Mm-hmm. So that means I have to carry myself in a certain way. And that doesn't just to go down to like core values. It goes down to how I present, like how I upkeep myself. Because that's something I need to work on in 2020. We already know we had the hair conversation. I'm not a hair person. I will pull my hair. Y'all see me on social media. My hair is pulled back in a bun every day. So, oh, that struggle bun. I'd be like, bro. Well, Farrah done hooked me up for the new year. So my hair is cute now. And I have to keep that up with appearances. I have to keep it up with my health. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important for him to see me exercise because now he keeps me motivated to do it. And when I miss a day, he's, mom, did you work out did today? You work out today? He watches what I eat. He watches who I interact with. Yes. He listens to my conversations on the phone. He pays attention to what I watch on television. So do I want him running around with the love and hip hop girls? <laughs> but I got to be honest with myself. Like if he catches me watching that, that's why I wait till he goes to sleep because I don't want to be the opposite of the type of girl that I would want him to eventually be with or the type of person that I would want him to be with. So there's just so many things that I feel like take up so much of my brain yes. space of raising a, a boy. boy in addition to a black boy in America. Mm-hmm. I have the conversations with him now. Like he wants to be, oh, but the police are good guys. And he's six. And so I, when he gets lost in a mall, I want him to go up to a cop or a, or a security guard and say like, I'm lost, where's my mom? Here's my address, this is my name. At six, I want him to trust the police. But at 16, I want him that's to a whole be, different that's conversation. A whole different, at 16, you want... It, it's okay. Take your hood off. Take your hood off. Show your hands. You know. Have your license out. Have your, all of this stuff Please ready. don't put anything in your dashboard. Exactly. Keep, keep that, stuff out of your pocket. Keep stuff out of your pocket. Keep right. it on, you know, don't reach down. You know, these you are all sir, the things. You, sir, madam, Ugh. be respectful of authority. But at the same time, you want them to be unafraid. You want them to stick up for themselves. You don't want someone to talk to you any kind of way. So, there's this fine little line, mm. this little dance that you do yes. that's at different at every age. And it's it, it just makes me have anxiety. Like the conversations I'm going to have with him at six, where it's like, yes, you can be a police officer. Yes, you should be respectful of the police and, and want to be friends be and friends with them and, 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 you know, and, and all that stuff. But at the same time, when you get to be 16 12 and you're, and you're six feet tall, that's a whole different level of parenting. Mall, right. And you're being watched. As you move around. And who are these people you're hanging out with? Yes. Who oh, are these friends? Jesus. Me and friends. I taught Elijah at a very early age. One, he's an only child. But I taught him at a very, very early age. If someone does not want to play with you, what do you say? Now, it's like war off his back. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay, fine. Right. And he goes and he does his own thing. He's very, he's like his mother. He's very much, I'm going to do my own thing. I might want to play with you today. I might not want to play with you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We might hang out today. Not so much tomorrow. He's very much like me, but he's also outgoing, which is not like me. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that's forcing me to go on, you know, these play dates. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk to this lady. <laughs> you right. know? But I, I made sure at a very early age to instill in him self-confidence enough that if someone does not want to play with you, it has nothing to do with you. Right. That you can be on your own and be excellent regardless of who wants to play with you. And I'm teaching him um, just the other day. He had an incident where some little boy took his hat off and was, you know, the little boy's taller than him and, you know, making him jump forward in front of a group. So he felt embarrassed and that brought tears to his eyes. So we had the conversation of, so I said, did you get your hat back? He said, yes. So I said, okay, so let me talk to you about people doing things to you to get an emotion out of you 
to further bother you. Mm -hmm. I said, if you show them that it doesn't bother you, then guess what? They'll leave you alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you hear crunching, y'all, that's Brooks' cats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if it was, if it's not Jackson, it's a cat. It's something. But to show him that he has to be aware of his emotions and not letting people attack his emotions because they will use it against him. Mm -hmm. So, um, so these are the things that. Um, like I said, it's just these little landmines that pop up. It sounds like what we're saying um, is that parenting, whether it's single mom, raising a boy, a girl, a, a, a partnered up mom, mom raising any child, the first thing you have to do is just instill values. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't change regardless of gender. Um, but raising boys without a male influence mm -hmm is the tricky part and yes. it's trying to figure out what it is that we can raise them to be without the male influence with the male influence what is our role as moms and i think that's just an ongoing conversation that just mm -hmm. evolves as the child grows because like we talked about in our second <laughs> our second um episode was single woman mm -hmm. single mom and eventually you might not be a single mom because you might get married again and have so what do you do up until that what point do, yeah. what if you do if you don't ever get, get to married. that point yeah so i'm curious to hear what our listeners think yeah. and the, some of the the challenges they've encountered um raising boys what have they done successfully what do they think they need to did, work need on. to work on and men chime in too yes and oh, tell men, us what you think in. because I always hear men say, you can never teach a, yeah, a boy to a be a man. A woman can never teach, teach a boy, boy to how be to be a man. man. And I get that. And I do get it too. And I agree with that. But there's, because obviously there are some things that a boy can't get from their father that they can get from their mom, whether mm -hmm. it's compassion, mm -hmm. whether it's um, empathy, mm -hmm. whatever that feminine side, side is. is, influences. So I'm curious to hear from men not just single dads, but just dads in general, like what they feel like they might instill in their sons that they don't feel like a woman can. Because I'm curious to know what that is so that I know what to be mindful of mm -hmm. and I know where to go for a reference. Because I, I can put my ego aside. I know what I teach him and what I can't teach him. And I'm open to hearing what a man's makes my viewpoint. son right. be a well-rounded child. And if my views are all that I'm getting, then I'm not raising a well-rounded child. Right. I have to be open. And to the moms out there who are like, no, I do it all. I'm going to do it all. And I'm, mm -hmm. Hey, look, we're just asking you right now to open up a little bit yeah. and realize you might be harming than yeah. doing good if you're yeah. always, no, I could do it, I could do it. Mm, some things, honestly... I know I just can't. I can't right. speak on it. I don't. I didn't experience it. Just as I can't talk to him about menstrual cramps. So look at me like, what are you talking about, mm -hmm. woman? Mm -hmm. But I will speak to him about okay. Well, your girlfriend acting crazy, despite people being right. With you can her. explain the female you know? point of view to your child, what might but be going on? what is the male point of view that may be missing? Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't even have to be on that level of uh, once they hit puberty mm -hmm. because. We're assuming that puberty is when they need their father, but they always, they always need a male. And if you can't provide that, then what are the resources that you can provide to help that? Whether it's like putting them in a in a sport where there might be a male coach, mm -hmm. or putting them in the boys and girls club where they can have a, a male mentor. mentor. Um, 
Or do you even think it's necessary? Because there, like you said, there are some women who think like they can do it all, whatever. And Mother's Day come around, like, and Father's Day come around. They want a Father's Day card on Father's Day, and I personally don't agree with that. I I just feel like on Mother's Day, that that's your day because that's what you are. Father's Day is not. You're not a father. You're not a father. You're just an extra special super duper mom Mom. and that's your day but i'm willing to Mm -hmm. enter the debate on that and so for me hearing from a man what they feel like what's the male principle that they can instill that a woman can't i'm curious to know what that is so that when it comes around or that subject i know how to address it and, and feel that for him because i'm open i mean again he has his relationship with his father and i know his father is very present when it comes to the boy stuff but stuff that's kind of nebulous, like black and white, what, how can we navigate that together? Because sometimes you have to be in alignment with that man to make sure that it's not overtly masculine. And not, and not, not toxic masculine. Yes, because that's, that's like, right, yeah. if there's a man in his life, whether it's his father or anybody else who's teaching him that it's okay to disrespect women because yeah. you don't know what the kid is seeing. Yeah. Is he seeing your father his father being disrespectful to his mother or the guy she's dating or, or misogyny exactly yeah. is it, does he think it's okay to have multiple girlfriends i want jackson to grow up to be respectful of whatever partner he has male female but you don't ever like even now i teach him don't raise your hand to a girl mm-hmm. yeah but at the same time I there's not going to be a girl himself. in second or third grade that's going to be bullying that's going to beat my baby down not at because all. you will defend <laughs> yourself so again it's like this thing of like teaching boys like you it's want him to be girl. chivalrous you want him to be respectful of women because i don't want to raise a child that puts his hand on a woman but i don't want to raise a son who lets a woman beat on him either so there's this dance and it's like what would you say is a a, a male figure to a, a boy about hitting girls I need to know what that is so mm-hmm. that if we're in alignment, good. good. If we're not, mm, th- then it gets tricky. You know what I mean? And then it it's like, I-, I really like you and we're great together. Mm-hmm. But some of your values to my eight-year-old, I have a problem with. Right. So that means then I have to look at myself and be like, okay, I can't I can't be with you just because I'm lonely. Right. It's not just me in this picture. But even with Jackson's father, we're not together. But what I will say is when he's having a problem in school with a kid or who's, you know, Dylan's not my friend today. His father and I did have a conversation about how to address that. Like I told him like, he's having an issue with this, but like, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And he'll ask me, what do I think? And luckily when it comes to friends with kids in school, we agree. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we're going to agree on um, dating Mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking me and his father might have different views on that because shut up on that one. some boys or some men feel like, because again, how a man parents his boy child might be different, different from his girl child yep. because like men, like, yeah, it's a, um, <laughs> we ain't, right, like ain't nobody going to the doctor with my son, but you you're going to go to the gynecologist with your daughter? Like that's crazy, but T.I. is a whole nother episode. But like, you know, Jackson's father was always, he grew up around men who, the more girlfriends you had, the, the more of the man you mm. were. I don't know that he, I don't think he agrees with that now as an adult, but what can you subconsciously be passing on to your child? Like Not you, you high five your son yeah. when he loses his virginity mm-hmm. as a teenager, but your daughter. You want to ring, you want to lock her up in a tower. Exactly. So when it comes time to, to parent Jackson as a teenager, 
are we going to have conflicting views? I want to teach him to respect women, to always be honest with them, whether that honesty hurts their feelings or not. Tell yep. these women up front that you not you're not really, ready to have a girlfriend. I'm just having a good time, girl. I just want sex from you. I Because I know my son's hormones are going to be raging, and I'm not going to be able to control that. But what I hope for him is that he's respectful mm -hmm. and honest. And that's okay. all I can ask. And if that girl still tries to, to be with you, knowing that you told her up front, then it's on her. We, I don't think we had that problem, but we had some very blunt, honest little boys. Yes. <laughs> Jackson will hurt your feelings in a, in minute. a heartbeat. In a minute. Okay. You, the boy told me he hated me last okay. week. I mean, two minutes later, he loved me again. But, but I see it now, how he is with his all his friends. Like, he tells you what he thinks does not care what you feel. And I, I, that's something we need to work on because I'm like, mm, let's let's be tactful. You but he's six, fun. and I understand. But I want him to keep that same honesty. Yeah. And I, because I don't think, I think we, I think men assume women can't handle Feelings. honesty and truth. We, I prefer. we can, we can handle that better than the once we find out lies and stuff. It's a whole. That's when you might get cut and your, 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 your cars, BMW and get yeah, you don't want your, your your ride smashed up and your windows busted in. Not that I ever did that I'm just saying I just don't know what's mm -hmm. coming down the line, that we yeah. will conflict on and we won't conflict on and so we want to hear from you some of your success stories some of your horror stories what you're going through now what uh, landmines we can sidestep if we can if we and can. we definitely want to hear from men out there yes, what you feel like you contribute to raising boys that a woman, woman can't. can't so we and what, should and what do you feel a woman can that you can't yes because i also want i need guys to also step up and acknowledge that there are certain ways that they've been taught mm -hmm. that have turned into toxic masculinity yes so what are things that you also acknowledge that you will never be able to teach your child mm -hmm. a, a man child that you're like okay i'm gonna need a woman for this to right. have this conversation because there are certain things that he'll be more receptive from coming from a gentler approach mm -hmm. than from a hard straight no chaser man right so you know again it's a it's, dance it's a dance and we got landmines just waiting to blow up <laughs> and i'd like to avoid all as these much landmines. as possible so so yeah chime uh chime, chime in, in on our social pages facebook um instagram we'll put this question up on our social so that you yes. can chime in there uh, tell us what you think tell us share with us Thank you for listening to our third episode. We appreciate it we appreciate so much. It. Oh, and uh, we'll see you next week. We're signing out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>